This is Something Newsy, the Mesa Press's podcast from San Diego Mesa College. We're doing this episode completely remotely because we have a little thing going on called the coronavirus pandemic. I think this is the first time Something Newsy has done a remote episode. So we have a mostly new crew this semester. My name is Renee Schmiedeberg. I'm editor-in-chief. I'm Riley Buckingham. I'm feature editor. I'm Jade Cole. I'm the photo editor. And I'm Roseanne Bangalan, and I'm a staff writer. All right, so we have some juicy topics today. Of course, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus. What else? So a few topics we're going to go through are home cooking during the quarantine, work, school, socializing, entertainment, and rage for the end. (laughs) Okay, so let's go into the first topic. Home cooking, food. What have we been cooking up during this quarantine? Ooh, I have been really wanting to make some good old cauliflower rice. I'm using this quarantine as an excuse to like try and go vegan and be healthier because I don't want to gain a bunch of weight while I'm like in quarantine. Ah. (laughs) Cause I feel like a lot of people like on Twitter are like, oh yeah, I've been gaining weight over quarantine and I'm just like, oh no. It's happening. Quarantine 15, is that what you said, Riley? Part of the freshman 15. (laughs) No, honestly, that's me. Like, every time I'm, like, doing work, I'm, like, every five minutes, I'm just, like, okay, so what can I do? Like, and I, like, I always end up just, like, going to the pantry and just, like, opening it up and, like, grabbing a snack. I, like, munch on it for, like, two seconds, and I'm, like, I want something else. It's been a lot of, like, mindless eating on the end. There's yeah. more time and, like, more access to food because, like, if I'm at work or school, I don't have food with me all the time. Yeah. So I'll be, I've noticed I've been snacking more. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with it, though. Stop for, like, you know, everyone was doing their panic buying. And so, like, if you weren't panic buying and you were like, okay, well, what's left? And a lot of it was snack food. So I have, like, six boxes of Cheez-Its. Yeah, and like everyone is panic buying, but like not any like like there's still like a ton of fresh fruit at the stores. Like yeah, all the the produce. It's all there, which is cool. Yeah, it's it's great. That can actually like help you out with like fighting against like. Yeah, everyone's like stocking up on like junk food (laughs) when they should be stocking up on healthy foods to make sure their immune system can fight the coronavirus. I keep thinking about like. Like somebody, like oh, I want to buy this yellow pel- bell pepper, but somebody might have like touched it, and like that's I don't know. true. I've been getting like that. My like my produce and like my fruit and all that more like vigorously than I like did. like obviously like you wash your fruit, but I'm like sitting over here. I have like a new sponge that I got out of the package. I'm like wiping my bell pepper with a sponge, like just like <laughs> like just like, making sure you know that it's clean. But I think a lot of the reason, too, people were afraid to buy produce because, like, it's good for you. But a lot of people aren't used to cooking at home. Like, I know that I'm not someone that was used to cooking at home. Like, my mom doesn't cook food. Like, my dad cooks, but only when he's, like, feeling like it. Like, I didn't grow up in a household where we, like, ate dinner together and that. So I didn't grow Like, I didn't know how to cook. Like, my roommate was the one that taught me how to cook. And so, like, I've just recently over the last like maybe two years like started buying like produce and learning how to like cook things with it so I think a lot of people too like 
you know, that wasn't something that was that they did all the time. It was like, okay, we'll go get takeout instead. Like, I know that's how my family was. So I think that's part of the reason why people were buying like frozen things and things that were just easily like microwavable or like pop it in the oven, like not stuff you actually like had to like sit down and cook. Cause I don't think, you know, a lot of people Pizza actually pockets. <laughs> or like too, I think also people were afraid that, you know, they weren't going to be able to leave their houses. And so if you buy a bunch of produce that you don't even really know how to use, or you don't really know what you're going to use it for and it goes bad, then it was kind of like a wasted purchase what versus, you know, the frozen pizza that you can leave in the freezer. And so while it's, you know, maybe not as good for you, long-term that's probably what people were thinking I don't think people were thinking though like honestly (laughs) when it comes to panic buying I think it's more of like a visceral response to everything that's going on Uh yeah I'm wondering how much is going to be thrown out uh just because of like the panic buying yeah yeah I actually heard that like restaurants were taking advantage of this and like we're I heard some restaurants were able to like set, give people their produce and like things that were going to go bad because obviously they couldn't be operating at like whatever level they were before this whole lockdown. So like in order mm-hmm. to like, waste food, they were like giving it out to, and I think that's a really cool thing that's like coming out of this, like is like community awareness and like, just like, I think a, a lot more people are like looking out for each other. Do you know where that was happening? I, you know, literally just like a few minutes ago, well, not an ad, but um, Breakfast Republic, that local San Diego brunch place, they are offering prep meals for people. So like they're pricing it at $10 uh, for anyone who's been laid off or like has experienced a significant loss in hours are able to come. If you can't like pay for it, then like it's totally okay. You can, you can still pick it up. Well, that's amazing. I'd offer like a pay it forward uh, thing for customers. So like if like you're able to like give another $10. So like the next person like behind you who can't pay can like grab like a free meal. So that's really, really mm-hmm. cool. I love like how small businesses, small oh, businesses really are like cool. doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like as far as like cooking, I've been like a lot more than a- like pasta. Okay, wait, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought we were still talking about cooking. I was going to say that brings up a good point about like for future, like after this is done, because before this, like their produce, that things they can't use, like they're still throwing it away. But before this, like restaurants, any of their excess just get thrown out. Like if they couldn't use it, if it was going to expire, instead of giving it to people or instead of donating it, like it would just get thrown out. And that goes for a lot of like retail brands too, things that they can't sell, things that have been on the shelves for a while that stuff gets thrown out instead of donated. And so like, you know, I think this, like what's happening is bringing light to like, you can donate this food. You can donate these products. You can give them to people in need. You do not always need to be making a profit. You're not going to make a profit off of them anyway, because they're being, they're being thrown out. Why not donate them? Why not give them to people in need? Because even after this, there's still going to be people in need. There's still going to be people that need those products or that, or would like to have them, you know, for people, 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 deserve nice things too and I think a lot of people forget that they think that if you're low income you know so I think the restaurant you know giving people food and you know making use of this that's going to go bad or the food that's going to go bad is like an interesting kind of like how do we make that something oh god the whole thing that you said about the whole like punishment on like being poor and like not having access like I see that so much right now with like before they had signed the whole deal for like the stimulus package for us 
like how people are like if we um strengthen how much people how much more people can get from like unemployment like that's just gonna incentivize people to like never go back to work and it's like what like what do you like why wouldn't you want to like distribute the wealth dude it's not that hard like if you want this economy to like survive like you need to like let go of some wealth and like have it come to us too like turns out we're like pretty essential in like making this shit like I'm sorry in making this like world go around and like anyone who's been like making anyone feel bad for like being an hourly worker or like being at a minimum wage job turns out we really need them and like we truly make the world go round shout out to my servers and to like all the healthcare professionals you know or not even them I mean like just anyone who's like I'm sorry I don't mean it like we had things to talk about (laughs) no go go for it no this is (laughs) this is important I mean I had experienced like I didn't get laid off but like that's going to happen pretty soon. That's going to probably happen within to me, like in this week. And I'm going to have to file for unemployment. And like, I would like, I had like done this calculator of like what it would look like if I did file, like what I might be getting. Nowhere close to like, to what I was like receiving before. And like for them to like give like an extra bump, like I think it like what it was, was like a 400, like $600 like bonus. Um, like that's, I would like to receive that. And like, why wouldn't you want to give other people like that extra boost of money? And like, we're going to see a lot of like these COVID-19 cases are going to like the working families and like our, all of those, like, like just like poor people, like anyone poor, it's going to really, really hurt them. And like, it's, it really sucks how like they're being treated as like such like secondary citizen right and i mean this whole thing is just proving who is essential to society and it's not the billionaires yeah like it's the people who go to work every day in hourly jobs like one of my shout best out to all the grocery store workers right i was still just pulling like, through oh my god like one of my best friends works in a grocery store she works at sprouts and then she was saying that last week there was like this sign in her break room that was like from the government of california talking about like a like recognizing basically them as essential and like calling them essential workers and things like that and she was talking about how much like how that like made her feel like very like it was like a very unexpected feeling for her to be like called like in an actual document by the government an essential worker yeah really interesting and like yeah like it's just this is just really showing us who is essential in society exactly and you have you know you have not only do they have to go to work because people still need groceries and people still need to buy food, but, you know, they also have to make some sort of income, you know, and when in, in the climate that we're in where everyone is like slowly losing their jobs or having their hours cut, like I had my hours cut to one four hour shift a week. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, and I, I've applied for unemployment and you know, all of that. But you know, the people that are still able to work, they are still being, they're still at risk. You know, you're still coming into contact with people and you don't know if those people are practicing the social distancing or keeping themselves isolated in their homes or, you know, you don't know what they've been doing. You don't know who they've been around. You don't know, you don't know these people. So you are putting yourselves at risk. And then meanwhile, you have, and I'm not, I'm not trying to talk badly about celebrities or any of this because, you know, I can't do anything about it. 
but you have people that you know poured millions and billions of dollars held up in their homes getting these tests with no symptoms faster than anyone else and you know trying to find things to do in their multi-million and their golf clubs and all of this kind you know all of these things that regular underprivileged underprivileged people don't have so you know if you're looking at who really is essential to society i'm sorry but you know celebrities and people that are actors you're not the one that's on like the front line putting yourself at risk for what's going on right now and like you know sitting on your balcony and clapping your hands in solidarity and singing you know uh singing imagine songs and all of this all together is not helping anyone you know right. it's not you're not you're not finding a cure you're not you know bringing you're not bringing food to people that need it you're not you're not doing anything you're not like Right. And those are the people with so much money that, and I just keep thinking like amidst all this, like somebody with a lot of money could just help out a lot of people right now. Mm-hmm. But like, where are those people doing that? Did you guys hear about Jeff uh, Bezos asking for donations to like help like supplement his employees? And I'm like the richest guy on the planet. Didn't he just buy like the most expensive house like in the world? I am asking for donations. Yeah. And I'm like, you gave your, you gave your employees who are working throughout this pandemic, a $2 bump. Like you really can't give them anything more. That's so insulting. I know. Aren't you going to like donate money to like climate change or whatever? Like why not just use that money for like, like what we need right now like why aren't like i can't how insulting of you exactly exactly oh disgusting eat the rich yeah it's constant i mean you have it's 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 amazon asking for donations it's kim kardashian saying she'll donate whatever pro like one million dollars in proceeds from her um her like under under body lingerie line you know saying that as soon as she hits one million in sales like she'll donate that i'm like why not just donate the million dollars you have well donate it now (laughs) okay oh my gosh i feel like she's using like her donation to profit off of this buy your stuff so you can donate that makes where's the logic it just there is none (laughs) and that's not even is that really a donation at that point no (laughs) donating other people's money like that's what it is it's like what it would have been is like her profit is other people's money that she's donating when other people don't have money to be donating right now unless it's her celebrity friends which so far i haven't seen any of that happen either so him there's people that are dying (laughs) (laughs) oh my god shout out to the episode crying over a diamond earring and people are literally starving but whatever like uh, i feel like we went like, just, straight to the rage section at the end I, yeah it's so hard to talk about this and not like kind of put some blame on like certain people who do deserve the blame and like aren't taking responsibility for this like like that whole thing i, I don't know who was talking about oh jade you were talking about how like what it's going to look like in the next like few weeks and months Mm -hmm. I keep hearing this whole like comparison how like we are like a week to like 10 days behind Italy Mm -hmm. and like we know Italy of like of the coronavirus so far 
and it's gonna suck once it comes to like and like all those figures that I keep hearing about like all the positive cases that we have in the U.S. like those figures are always going to be behind because we still don't have like an adequate amount of test kits to give to people and that's like what's so scary about it so if anyone isn't taking social distancing seriously like the way that I know I am and like you guys are like that that frustrates me so much yeah same here like and we're now number one with the most cases in the world Mm -hmm. we've surpassed everyone else and it goes like so in philadelphia too there's a man his last name is friedman and i can't remember his first name but he basically owns a hospital in that he closed down and um, it was, I guess it was a hospital that catered more towards minorities and people of lower income. Well, then he closed it. So not only did those people, and this was before this had happened, it's been closed, but not only did those people lose where they got care and you know, people lost their jobs, but now he's trying to get Philly to pay him in order to use that hospital for coronavirus patients. He was basically saying like, if you didn't give, if they didn't give him 30 a month, to use this to use this hospital that he owns, then they weren't going to be able to use it. And Philly eventually was like, we can't afford that. And they stopped negotiating with him. So you have people that are dying because we don't, you know, like you said, we don't have enough beds. We don't have enough ventilators. We don't have enough masks. We don't have enough. We just don't have enough. On the sidelines, you have people that own hospitals, closed hospitals that are not being used, saying, well, if you don't pay me, you can't use it. I mean, not really that like, celebrities aside that proves to you how much greed we have here i think also like isn't there some kind of like code of ethics for doctors that i feel like this is completely against like isn't there something like that i don't know that much about doctorhood well i don't think he's a doctor right he's not a doctor oh he just owns this hospital yeah oh my god there's the hypocritical doctors and that's i don't think that yeah but you shouldn't be able, if you're going to be working in, like, public health, you shouldn't be able to, like, make a profit off of death. Right. Have you guys, like, heard, too, uh, how being creative with their, um, with, like, making, like, masks? Like, I know, I don't know what shoe company, like, they're starting to, like, uh, make masks for hospitals and, like, other healthcare professionals who need to use them. So, like... Is that how we have to rely on, like, people like that and not our own, like, expedite this problem that we're in? Right. There's a city, or, I mean, there's a company that makes, uh, like, athletic wear in San Diego, and they just started doing this, where right now they're using their fabrics and stuff to make masks and give them uh, to the health. No, I said, yeah. Yeah, and they're, like, three layers. Like, they, they haven't been approved by these, like, people who approve them but like there's no time to approve them and like hospital workers are already using them so i think that's really great in the san diego but it is really interesting that like basically you know we we don't have faith in the government anymore i mean for a very good reason they're not handling this and then we're just having to do it ourselves and i think that's just like that's a better way of doing things now we have to like work together and look out for each other rather than saying like the government needs to do this and the government needs to do that which like we should still say but i mean like we gotta step up yeah social solidarity is like so much more now than ever right and they take so long to do everything you know they do 
Um, I want to bring it back to this drink that you were telling me about, though, Roseanne. Okay. Yeah. The peas, right? So, like, have you guys seen it? I was, like, telling Jade and, like, Renee about it a little bit. Riley, have you seen this, like, viral thing that's been going around on, like, TikTok? I want to try it. I love coffee. I was like, oh, my God, I've never had whipped coffee. Did you make it? I, like, was watching this, because I, I kept seeing it on, like, people's, like, stories, and I'm just, like, plop, like, peanut butter on top, so I'm like, what is this? And I finally asked, so if you want the recipe, it's two tablespoons of instant coffee, and, like, um, two tablespoons of sugar, and then two tablespoons of, like, hot or warm water a bit faster. So the coffee, the instant coffee that I used, like, sucked, because, like, it took a while. Like, I heard people were doing it in, like, less than 10 minutes. And I was like, what? So you, like, whisk it all together, right? Until it, like, whatever milk of choice you want, like, ready in a cup. And it really is just, like, by your own taste. So, like, add however much milk you want. Um, so when it gets to, like, a really thick substance, like, like a peanut butter-like substance, I didn't wait for it to get to that thick because I was, like, I was literally whipping for, like, 20 minutes. At 11.30 when I was, when we were supposed to meet up, I eight and I was about to text you. I was like, I was about to text you guys and be like, hey, like, give me like five minutes and I'll like, I'll like be in the Zoom room because <laughs> I was so busy. And then I saw your text right away and I was like, oh, thank God. Like, now I have like a lot of time to like try and perfect this. It's okay because I didn't wait for it to get to that part and I dumped it in my oat milk and I don't know. So maybe don't add as much sugar, but I just did the regular amount of sugar just to like try it out and like from then I'll like. I added like, a lot more oat milk than I needed. Wait, sorry, go. So it tastes good with oat milk though, because I don't drink, I don't like regular milk, I don't drink that. So like, I was wondering how different it would be with plant-based milk. Uh-huh, so is plant-based, is that going to be like almond milk? I don't drink almond milk, I'll drink like oat milk. Yeah, I uh, tried oat milk, it was, it was pretty good, I liked it. Um, I would imagine though, like, if you were to use like regular milk or like soy milk, it would be like sweet, like um, like a pretty sweet drink. Um, but yeah, I did it. Looks so cool. I, I really liked it. Okay, so look at that. So the first recipe, whipped coffee, brought to you by TikTok. Right? <laughs> so, good recipe. I'm really excited. I want to try that now. It looks Have so good on there. No, yeah, it, it is really good. Have you guys gotten a TikTok account after this whole quarantine thing? Maybe honest, guys. Who started I've been, been resisting, but like, you know, these recipes, it's making me change my mind. A little bit. I've had a TikTok account for like over a year. I, I'm I'm a Gen Zer, so I I have to. I don't make TikToks. I would never. I wouldn't. I wouldn't judge you for making TikToks. It's okay. Everyone yeah, would judge me. Have we really been talking for thirty minutes? I know. It just it just flies by. Well, our, we started with our rage portion, so I think that was... <laughs> like, most of it is going to be rage portion. Right. Bringing this back to, like, uh, how school was going, you know? So oh, it's a train wreck. <laughs> I mean, the transition is has not been smooth at all. I mean, I'm taking a bunch of speech classes. These are all journalism majors. I feel a little left out, but... Oh, um, I'm taking a bunch of speech classes and none of them have been going well because like, we have to give speeches but like it's not the same giving it and there's also like everyone keeps like cutting out and then like stuff keeps happening and like it just all falls apart it's it's hard the transition like classes like that and then classes like I can't imagine when it are like the physical stu- uh, science like 
physical education. Yeah, like how those are going. Like how are they or like the music department? Like oh my god, yeah. Physically need to be there for it to I mean, even our class. Like even our class, we can't, you know, we can't produce a physical paper now. And it's while I while I enjoy still being able to meet on Zoom, I mean I liked being able to go into class. Like I enjoyed going to school for this class. Yeah. So, and then like at the end, for example, last week, like we I also did- yeah. Wait, no, wait. it's okay. Okay, but yeah, this was our first week of remote classes, um, just to let all the viewers know, um, or the listeners know. And then I noticed, like, things were more quiet in our online classes, and then at the point where she was like, okay, like, you guys can go ahead and go work on your stuff, it was kind of like, what What do we do now? Because usually in the classroom, we would just be like, okay, we're just going to work on our stuff. And then now it's, it's also, yeah, like, it's also do- just like a, it's a, like, like, I'm personally paying out of stuff, which means, like, the I'm like it's kind of expensive right to go to school but like I'm not going to school anymore like it's a different experience so that brings up the question like like I know that they are classes and I think still get refunds um for their classes even though it's past the drop date yeah you can get refunds now yeah which is pretty crazy I didn't but like I mean you people that decide not to well you get like an excused withdrawal yeah um, which I don't know how that looks on transcripts, probably better than a withdrawal, but, um, I was reading the email and it said that the excused withdrawal, like the EW will be on there, that, or we're not going to hold that against you, which mm-hmm. is helpful. Okay. So school, how's it going for you guys? How are you liking the remote school situation? Any other thoughts? Um, I mean, it's going as smoothly as you would expect, like for giving, all of our instructors like a week to transition their whole like semester plan onto like online learning. I mean, definitely has been like a lot of like bumps with just like, um, I mean like just like little things of like people not like turning their mics off and like having the instructors like have to like keep repeating themselves and like, um, but I mean, it's been bumpy, but at the same time, like I've seen a lot of like patience with my instructors too, which I'm like super thankful for. And like a lot of like flexibility, a lot of extended deadlines have been like given out to us, at least in my experience. Um, and like, I have one sociology professor who's like trying to like put out different work on like different platforms as much as she can just to like, in case like you miss something on Canvas, like and like you follow her on Twitter, like you can like do an assignment through there. Um, So I mean, that's kind of nice from them that they like understand how like, it's not as easy as it would be if it were face to face. Right. Yeah, teachers have been pretty lenient about that, which I think is really nice. Uh One of my classes is Mandarin. And then that's been like a more difficult for sure, because we have to like we read from the book together as a class. And then so we've been trying to do it like through Zoom and it will be like somebody's going too fast, somebody's going too slow. Like it's so difficult doing that. But like we're trying our best. And our teacher can, like, I feel like she, I just feel bad for her because I feel like she's trying hard to, like, make it more, like, how class was. Uh, it's, like, clearly different and, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be, I mean, that's probably the biggest, you know, aside from technical issues and, you know, 
the learning how to put all your stuff online and how to get everyone on Zoom and everyone, you know, the glitching and how to deal with all of that. I think too, like what you just said, having to make class the way it was when you're not in class, like when you have switched medium, so you're no longer face-to-face, you're no longer sitting together, you're no longer being able to easily read through the book. You know, now it's everyone has to figure out how to make it work. And I think that the experience of having an actual class versus online, you know, that itself is a whole other, a whole other issue. You have people that, you know, technically paid for, you know, the in-class experience. And some people don't learn as well online. I mean, I, I've taken online classes before and while I liked them, I had a hard time, you know, focusing because when I'm in my house, in my room, I have so many things that I'm like, oh my God, look at my plant. I need to water it. Yeah be pruned oh my gosh I want to go make you know my sixth cup of coffee for the day like I don't when I'm in class I can't do those things you know so I think that you know that's definitely another a whole other issue on its own right so how is like socializing going for you guys in quarantine what's up with that I also want to know socializing when was the last time you guys left the house like let's let's go like like everybody say I've been going on walks like Okay. With my dog and stuff. Okay, that's but, good. Yeah. Besides Target, that. But besides, and like, for groceries, but, like, besides that, I haven't really left my house in, like, a week and a half. I don't have a yard to, like, walk, so. Right. I've only been going to the backyard, too, or, like, like a, I haven't been going on walks, just hanging out in the backyard if I need to go under the sky but the last place i went to was like groceries on monday i'm trying to like make it really long like see how far i can go it's hard i mean there's nothing really to go out into anyway like everything but it's hard like especially i mean it's good that like if you have a yard or like you know jade like you can go on walks like roseanne i don't know if you have a yard or if you're going on walks but like you know, it's like if you live in an apartment complex or you don't have like those things, it's like, what else can you do to like socialize to stay busy? You know, like I have friends that are doing their Skyping, like for their um, FaceTiming, like wine nights or their, you know, game nights or whatever. And like my cousin has um, a friend who they were playing beer pong through FaceTime. Like they said, like they set up an actual beer pong table at both places right and then they had referees for each side to make sure that like if you know they made a ball that the people were actually taking it off so like it was a little bit more of like trying to figure out how to make it work but you know they were doing stuff like that so i'm seeing a lot lately which is kind of funny and it's nice to see that people are actually taking it seriously enough to come up with stuff like that yeah Yeah. i know about you guys but like before this quarantine too like i like, me going out was already, like, at a minimum because I do like staying at home. But, like, now I do feel, like, just, like, the fact that, like, that option isn't anymore. Like, it, it's not I, – I can't go out if I do want to go out. Like, sucks. It's not so much, like, oh, I miss, like, socializing because, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I didn't really socialize, like, even that much. But, like, just not having that option anymore is, like, the part that, like, bums me out. Yeah. I think that's why there are so many people at the beach last weekend. <laughs> so many people. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys been FaceTiming with other people? Like your friends? Just keep in touch? Or like, what have you been doing to keep in touch? Um, well, like I called like, okay, so today, 
and I don't do this like every single day, but like today I called my grandma, I called my dad, I called my sister who lives in Belgium. Um, I called, she's actually very worried for us, by the way. She's like freaking out a little bit because she can see, like she's looking at the news, like her and her boyfriend are like looking at the news and like seeing everything. And she's like, please tell me you're staying inside and like, please tell dad to stop going to see grandma. Like I'm, she's like, you know, she's very worried, but so like I called her, I called my little sister. I called, you know, I just have called a bunch of people just to check in and like that kind of stuff. Um, I FaceTime my friends every once in a while, but like for the most part, it's just calling like once or twice a week just to like check up on everyone and make sure that everyone's like, you know, good. Yeah. One of my friends, we, we like we're, we've been long distance friends for a long time anyway, so we've just been like continuing what we've been doing. Like, um, we'll watch movies sometimes at the same time, and then we'll be like, we have to be like, okay, start it now. So we're already really used to it. So it's been like no difference for that. And she's one of my best friends. Um, so yeah, that's been that's been cool. Yeah. What kind of movies have you been watching? Um, the last movie we watched was called The Wind That Shakes the Barley. Oh, I don't know. I've never heard of that one. It's like, it was, um, I, I wouldn't recommend it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it was about the, the IRA, like, uh, in Northern Ireland. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was, like, about that, and then I think it was kind of, like, historical fiction, like, about this guy that started, uh, yeah, that started the IRA, or what would end up becoming the IRA, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was, like, informative in that way, because um, I also looked m- up more stuff about the IRA, and I wanted to know more stuff anyway, but, like, it was pretty boring, like, as a movie. <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend it. We thought I watched it was it. really cool. I've been wanting to, like, watch more movies. Like, yesterday, or last night, I stayed up to watch Get Out, and it was, like, my second time. Oh, watching. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's Dude! That's I recommend I, Parasite. Parasite is really, really good. Know. Talk to me. Oh, God. D- dang it. <laughs> like, what? Parasite is like seriously all time favorite movie of like really all good. time. It, it's really good. Like I, I, the ending, it sent like shivers down my spine. I was like, yeah. dang. Where do you watch it's on, you can purchase, you can uh, rent it on Amazon Prime. Or even on YouTube, that's what I do. Or yeah, okay. YouTube. Okay, I do really want to watch it. I heard a lot of good things about it. And, I, and it sounded like it had that whole, whole like, eat the rich mentality. So I was yeah. like, like, oh, yeah, wanna, like the, it, it, it takes, it goes in a direction that I did not expect. Yeah. Um, cool. Wait, did yeah. you rent it? Not that, just leave it outside. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. If you rent it, yeah. So if you rent it on like YouTube, it's like probably like less than less than seven dollars, and you like rent it for two days. If it is like like so, if you buy it and like as long if you like leave it alone, it'll still be there. But like as soon as you press play, you have twenty, you have forty hours to like watch it if you're renting it. Okay. So you know you have thirty days to play it, and then once you start playing it, it's forty. Oh. Oh, I didn't know it was thirty days. You can have it and like not touch it. I don't know how YouTube it is for Amazon. It YouTube it might be different. Like they might not give you like a. I mean, they probably do because it's YouTube. But I mean, like they might not give you like that period. Might I think most I think most streaming services do that uh, including like iTunes um if you rent something on iTunes uh-huh. well I- iTunes I haven't thought <laughs> <of that>. wow 
<laughs> have you guys heard of how like the movies are like the release movies that were supposed to be released this month have like some of them are like coming to like streaming services yeah mm-hmm. well yeah and i'm like i wonder how that's gonna work though because like are they just gonna like lose out on that money of like releasing it to like the theater the box office yeah. sales yeah yeah wasn't it weren't they being released on to like sites where you still had to pay for the movie oh i don't oh i don't know about that i oh, thought yeah they are i know oh, that, that one sense. was released on like a few have been released onto hulu which means that you still have to like pay for hulu but you don't have to pay for the movie but i'm sure there's some like royalties or something like that the movie like yeah i heard this one i don't know like i think like like Emma or something like one of those like old English movies coming out um was like a you would have to pay like $18 to watch that one movie kind of like a movie ticket but you would watch it in your house so that that would make sense I don't know this was like for one of them I don't know yeah I I didn't really go to the movies before anyway like the only time if it was like like a horror movie that was coming out but like besides that i don't really go to the movies yeah so this is a good segue into our next topic um because uh like i'm um, for i work at a an education center like an after school program i'm the english teacher there and then so for christmas one of my students gave me um like an amc gift card so i was like oh, okay i'm gonna go watch a movie but then now like i can't if i wanted to so i just have this like <laughs> gift card waiting for me to go watch a movie once this whole pandemic is over uh, <laughs> but yeah but like how is that oh sorry go ahead Ryan. I was gonna ask like go into our next topic like how is your work like so are you not so like I'm start there yeah this week it's been like our, it was our first week completely going online so now I'm teaching students online um and then some, it gets hard when it's multiple, like many students at once, but usually it's two at a time these days. Um, but last week was just like, it was a lot harder because a lot of my hours were cut because, you know, kids and parents didn't want to come in, you know, because of what's going on. Um, and like, I was feeling more afraid with all the germs and things like that because there's so many people who could come in and out. But like, so far I've been really enjoying online. And it is kind of like putting into perspective, like, does this need to be a job that I have to do in person? Stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Like, how is it going to, for like, you? transition into, like, this to be, like, maybe, like, a permanent situation as far as just, like, this for work for you? Like, is that what you would like for it to happen? I think, like, I would probably like it to happen more often. Maybe not every single day. Yeah. But I do kind of, like, having to go in. But, like, maybe sometimes I don't want to. yeah how's work going we'd be saving gas yeah i'm saving a lot of gas which is cool yeah yeah that's true yeah but like how is work going for you guys i mean i'm a server so like drastically like like so like like it was such a weird like to like for like i remember the weekend right before like the whole like shutdown um I think this was just like two weekends ago. I remember them just already saying like, okay, because we usually leave out utensils on the tables and like like optional like sauces that you could add in like your soup if you want or in your ramen. And like, I remember like getting like text messages from like my 
work group chat of like my manager saying like, Hey, like we're not going to leave these out anymore. Like it's not like as sanitary, like we should just like drop off like spoons as you're dropping off the ramen for them. And then like, Mm -hmm. just like two days after that, something like that, like we, he modified like everyone's schedule and we were quickly changing into just like a to-go service. Um, I've already like lost like so many hours and like this week I don't have any hours and like I think I said earlier like how like I'm expecting to like be laid off and like just so many other restaurants like really promise to rehire some of their people that they're laying off so like it sucks but at the same time like when things start to like resume I have like a lot of faith that like so many restaurants are gonna need new employees so like as far as like me like being out of a job completely like it's I don't see it as like such like a long-term thing at least that's how, like meet the hopeful in me <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, but, yeah. wait so are you guys doing takeout right now only take so, so just takeout or like delivery I mean when I say delivery it's not us who are delivering it's mostly just like Postmates and like all those delivery DoorDash um, yeah exactly like they'll just come and pick it up um we even started this whole thing of like if you're gonna if you're gonna like wait to like make a to-go order like only one person can be inside of our store at like one time mm-hmm. so it, it's just so weird like our like restaurant just being like a ghost town like I remember like my one shift that I worked last week I was just like this is so weird I'm so not used to like this type of like setup and like it sucks to see such like a drop in like your staff like our staff like dropped like 90 percent pretty much on like how, yeah so it, it really does suck but I mean like nothing is ever temporary so this is like I know like this is just like how it is going to be now but it's not going to be forever type of thing so right I mean how about you guys like how are you guys do you Riley do you like work in retail no I um so I work at Luna Grill um oh I'm so I like uh cashier expo that kind of stuff um and it was weird because it was like when this first started because we, we weren't that busy anyway. I work in a location where it's pretty secluded. Like, it's mostly Navy personnel and, like, people that work in the offices around there. And then we have a high school across the street. Uh-huh. So, like, that group of people. And, and, I mean, it got busy sometimes, but it wasn't, you know, it was whatever. And then, like, when this, like, started happening, it, like, got slower and slower and slower. And we were all, like, you know, didn't even, we're, like, it has to be because of the virus. Like, it's crazy. Like, you know, and it wasn't even at the stage that we were at. And, um, but we were still getting like a few people in and then like one Tuesday, because on Tuesday nights, like our kids eat free with the purchase of an adult meal. And I, we would have regulars that have been coming to like kids eat free for like 10 years. Like we had like, you know, people that I saw every single Tuesday night, like, and that Tuesday night. And I believe this was probably like two weeks ago. Yeah. Like two weeks ago, that Tuesday night, like no one. I mean, it was like three families. I only saw two, fa- two families that I regularly see, like all the rest of our regulars weren't there. Like I was having people call in asking if they could do kids eat free to go. And I was like, unfortunately, like it's only dine in, like, I'm sorry. And they're like, Oh no, it's okay. Like, like it was just empty. And then like, and then all of a sudden it got to be where I only had one day and I was like, well, it cost me more to drive to my work 
than it does to go and work that four hour shift. Right. So I, I was like, give it to someone that really, really, really needs the hours because like, while I need them, I also know my parents are willing to help me out this month because I told them, I was like, I don't have, like, I don't have extra money saved. I like, don't, I'm not in a position where I can save extra money like that. Right. And they were like, we'll help you out. It's okay. But I know I'm like, I'm lucky that I have that. And I know a lot of people don't. And so I'm just like wondering at what point, you know, we're going to get help for all that. So it's crazy. I mean, it went from like, you know, at least 30, 40 hours a week to nothing. I mean, wild. It's really nice that you gave the hours to somebody else though. Yeah. Who might not have like a safety net. Yeah. I was like, I don't, my, my mom said it too. Like she was even like, she was like, you don't, she was, I, cause I told her, I was like, there's no point. She's like, well, you don't need it. She's like, we'll help you this month. Like, it's fine. I was like, all right. So I gave it to someone that I have a coworker who she just came back from Mexico. That's where her family lives. And so she and her like fiance have been trying to like save up money. And I was like, give them to her. I was like, give them to Christina. Like I, my God, like I know she really needs to be working right now. So I'm sure that she's being hit harder than any of us right now. So, you know, it's just like, it's, it's the little things of like working together that we should be doing, like not to like make myself sound like some say I'm not like that has nothing to do with that. But I just, you know, using the example where we should be helping each other. If you can, you should be helping. Right. What about you, Jane? Uh, I don't have, or like I was furloughed or whatever, however you, um, I work with kids. Um, I teach kids how to swim and, um, they had to close down the pool. They did it like at the very end. Like it was like after all the other pools had closed, they waited till the very last minute. But, um, I think they were required by like San Diego to close down. But yeah, like we noticed like that people had stopped coming in as much. And I actually, uh, I chose to leave my job. I'm still 17. I live with my parents. Like I don't currently like need the money that bad, but, um, like I chose to stop going in because I thought it would be a risk to my health and my parents' health. Cause you know, my parents are not super young. So like, um, it's just, it was kind of like, I had to weigh the, like the risk, um, if it was worth it to go into work for the money that like, I mean, that I like would like to have. Yes. But that I, I'm like, cause I'm saving up for my future, but that I don't really need right now or like risk getting sick and then not being able to work anyway. Um, so it was like, I had to weigh, weigh out those options and then my job closed anyway. So I'm supposed to, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that. They said they were going to reopen on April 1st, but I don't think oh that's going to happen. No. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no way. Um, so yeah I, I just have a quick question did you have you ever swam or, or swum uh in the salt lake in the great salt i have lake? yes oh, okay is that it's, where you learned to swim no 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 it's really shallow um oh okay. it's super shallow and it's super salty which means that it's super itchy um and there's a lot of brine shrimp and the sand fun fact is not actually sand it's brine shrimp regurgitation um, that like is, it's like 
And it looks just like solidified. And- yeah, it's, solid- it's like solidified brine shrimp regurgitation. And I found that out when I was in like fourth grade and I was mortified. Um, but what's up with the brine shrimp? Have they taken over that lake? Yeah, <laughs> kind of. They own that lake? Do you yeah. want to evict them, Renee? Is that what you want? To and do? then when it starts, and when it rains in Salt Lake City, um, it smells like the Great Salt Lake. It's really not oh, pleasant. Wow. It's called the Lake Effect. I've never heard of this lake. I thought like Salt Lake City was just like a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a big. I think the the lowest it gets is eight feet, maybe like at the very center of the lake but like you can stand through most of it and I think you can actually float like pretty easily like if you just like because, because it's of the so, salt right yeah because yeah. it's so salty oh yeah okay well thank you thank you for letting me know just... yeah <laughs> fun facts about salt lake yeah um so like let's go into you know entertainment what we're doing to entertain ourselves like we clearly have a lot more time than we were having <laughs> before all of this happened like what have animal we crossing no. yeah, i was waiting for jade to say i'm like i know <laughs> okay we have a lot of animal crossing um i've been drinking a lot of tea like me like, too amounts. yeah uh, i really recommend like egyptian licorice tea it's so what? good is it with it's, licorice root I, I don't know but it's it's really yummy it's like kind of sweet in a way but it's are you like, a licorice root person jade i think so i i don't like like black licorice or anything but oh okay then maybe okay maybe i need to check it out yeah because i really don't like licorice root and like mm-hmm. all of the licorice teas have licorice root in them and people either like hate licorice root or they like licorice root it's very mm-hmm. like, i don't i don't like licorice no I've been drinking my green tea, like, every single day to keep me awake. Because uh-huh. I don't know if you guys remember, but I used to take that water bottle to class, and that was full of green tea mm-hmm. uh, every day. So I need to keep up with my tea regimen. Wow. Um, I think he's good for you, right? I don't know. I don't drink a lot of tea. I drink a lot of coffee, which is probably not good for you. But Yeah, green tea does have caffeine. If that's what you asked, I couldn't hear. Uh, I just wanted, like, is green tea, like, green tea is good for you, right? Like, Oh, yeah. It boosts your metabolism, and it's, like, um... Antioxidants. Yeah, yeah antioxidants. Antioxidants. Got a lot, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I really like hibiscus tea, too. Oh, yeah, hibiscus. Yeah. I'm having a lot of that rooibos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rooibos. Yeah. Uh, other things that I've done to keep entertained... I don't know. What about you guys? I've had a lot of homework, honestly. Yeah. Me too. yeah. This week felt like a month. Yeah. yeah. It did. I've, been, I've been playing um, a lot of music, uh, like the guitar and the oh, piano. Cool. Yeah. Wait, That's Riley, what did you say? I couldn't hear you. Uh, Roseanne said this week has felt like a month, and I was like, this month has felt like a year. Like, I feel like... <laughs> I know. I like, feel like I've aged twenty years throughout this whole process. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I've been, I'm like trying to remember what day it is. Like looking at my assignments and like I was like, oh my god, when did all this happen? Oof. Yeah. Two yeah. weeks ago feels so like it feels like another world. It, it does. doesn't feel like it was just two weeks ago. Two well, because everything has changed so quickly in the span of two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been making, well, not really making jewelry, but that's my plan to 
jewelry. I like, so I really, okay, so I have like both my nostrils pierced, right? And I really wanted a nose chain to go across my nose. But all of the goldens, I don't wear silver jewelry because I don't think it looks good on me. And all of my gold jewelry is fake because I don't have money to buy real gold jewelry. But so, <laughs> all, of, all of the gold nose chains, like they had silver ones, right? But I wanted gold. And all of the gold ones were like made out of real gold. And so they were like 60 to $80. And I was like, I don't have 60 to $80 to spend on a nose chain. So I was like, I'm going to make one myself. I have all the time to do it. So I spent like nine bucks on Amazon. I got like these little, um, like this little kit with some pliers and like Ooh. these fasteners they have they have like lobster claw fasteners and like um these little like rings and stuff and they have like brass silver gold like different ones oh these ones so like if you wanted to make like necklaces and stuff you like you just like put them on there that was nine dollars yeah it was really cheap on amazon like i I like because i almost bought one that was 34 and i was like there's gotta be a cheaper one like there's no way and so i kept looking and i was like all right, $9. Like, we'll just check it out. You know, they're pink, they're cute. We'll see. And it actually works really good. And so, um, I made my little, um, my little nose changes. Oh my God. Nice. Awesome. uh, Are you going to set up an Etsy page? Um, I will not use Etsy because they are not very good to their, um, like the people that use them. They like sell. Yeah. I used to sell things what? on Etsy. What did you sell? Wait, what? I sold um I sold cell phone cases that I made with like uh, erasers. Wait, what? Would you make like these crazy cell phone cases? <laughs> and I would sell them. Oh my god! Wait, you need to show us this like after this is done. I need to see this. Okay, I'll show you some pics after this. Okay, cool. Yeah cases out of erasers yeah like well i would have like um for example there would be like a base and then i would like glue a bunch of those like you know those erasers that look like food and they look yes. like, oh yeah the like the japanese erasers yeah, yeah the iwako erasers yeah mm-hmm. so i would like glue them all over and it'd have like a theme i used oh, to be obsessed God. with those like when i, I was still, little still obsessed with those um that was one of those huge like fads when I was younger like um that and like I don't know silly bands which were those like silly bands that was yeah that was a that was a thing yeah Mm -hmm. can you remind me what that was like there would there would be these rubber bands that were like animal shaped and then people would wear like 20 of them and then it doesn't even look like an animal when it's on your hand arm anymore yeah uh, it's like a bunch uh, of bands and they'd be like, oh, it's like the the silhouette right or yeah it's like an outline of it mm-hmm. like, uh, bands. i like put that in a part of my brain that like just was never functioning until you guys said that whoa <laughs> what the heck i forgot about that we have 10 minutes left. I think we can actually wrap this up within 10 minutes. We're like, yeah, we're at the end. We talked about, I mean, we're really getting, yeah. Yeah, this is like comprehensive. Yeah. yeah. The entertainment thing too, like I, for this week, I have planned to like go try and like buy something online. Like I, I was like, you know what? This is the time. I always say it. I'm going to crochet. I'm going to crochet. I'm going to knit. I'm going to cross stitch. I'm so excited. Knitting. <gasps> Really? Mm-hmm. I've never knitted before. I'm so ready to like get some arthritis early in my life and like oh, just it's, do this. It's super fun. I had yeah. two Etsy shops and one of them was a crochet shop. 
Oh my god, what is this? You want a bunch of yarn because like I don't do it anymore. It's just like in the past. Like, do you want this yarn? I have so much yarn. Shut up. Like I have actually I have everything. Actually, do you want like a kit to get started? No, stop. No, no, just the yarn. <laughs> it's like I have like knitting needles I don't need anymore. No, why don't you like knit me something and like I'll knit you something. I'll knit like Jade, like Okay, I'll be done with that. Yeah, okay, cool. We can do, like, quarantine scarves. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, don't, don't get me on this, because I will buy some. Really? I will buy no, no, we, no, we're going to, after this is done, we're going to, like, go on Amazon, or, like, maybe a different website, because, like, F Amazon. <laughs> but, like, let's find some fabric for each other. I'm, like, really down for this. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make something. <laughs> I'm sorry to be grandma's, yay. <laughs> Oh, that's actually, like, a really good, I mean, like, on all honesty, like, if you, I mean, like, yeah, I know we don't, we all don't really have, like, necessarily expendable income, but I have set aside a, like, a little bit of money for, like, crafts and things, so I'm not completely bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think it's a good idea, like, if you have this stuff, or if you can, like, afford to, like, you know, buy a couple things for, like, hobbies that you've always wanted to do, but you, like, never made time for them. There you go. Like, you learn how to build a birdhouse, learn how to build a birdhouse. Like, you want to learn a new painting technique? Go on YouTube and learn a new painting yeah, technique. Yeah, now's the time. Oh, my God. We said the exact same thing at the exact same time, Jade. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our chakras were aligned. Wow, you're right. There's, like, something happening right here. <laughs> through, through the inner web. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Okay, I'm going to, like, contribute what I can. Oh, my God. Party. Okay, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a very, this is like, I just need like little goals like that to just kind of like keep my sanity in place. Right. That's, at least for me. I've been relearning, um, well, I kind of like re-picked up uh, how to roller skate over this quarantine as well. And that's been a good thing for me to like go outside in my backyard. That's what I've been doing, like trying to get back on my, my quads. The quads. Like, actual roller skates yeah like the one with like four wheels you know like a like moxie roller skate kind of thing it's like the 70s oh my god that's so cool i'm not very good like i'm very elementary but it's like been fun so far would you ever do like would you ever want to like be able to join like a rollie rollie a roller derby derby thing team i i've thought about that but like I don't really have it as, like, one of my goals. Like, I, w- I just want to be able to, like, ride with my friends. And, like, yeah. Like, and, like, do those stops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. That's literally, like, I have a friend, and, like, we don't, like, really hang out, but, like, I have her on, like, Instagram and stuff, and she's a part of, like, a little, like, her and her, like, five group of friends, like, they all have roller skates, and they, like, go roller skating, like, through PV and stuff, and I'm like, that's, that's amazing. so cool. I'm like, that's what I want to be able to do. Exactly. Like, at some point. After quarantine. Yeah, yeah support, sure. after quarantine. Local, support your local um, roller skate girl gang. Right. Okay, Please. well, I think we should... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Like, anybody? Um, Does anybody have any last words? I think we should start wrapping this up. Stay inside. Put your hand. 20 seconds. Don't skip it. <laughs> Another song that you like. Really, really good. Don't forget your thumbs and your nails. 
Right. Gross. Clean out your nails. Do the Turkish twist, right? <laughs> Turkish twist. There you go. Like, really get in there, you know? You got all the time in the world. I want no excuses. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been episode 18 of Something Newsy. Bye, y'all. Bye.